Welcome to Turning Purple, where we take an in-depth look at life as an independent artist. The good, the bad, and the kiki carry of it all. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. hey. We're back. Our sixth episode? Six. Number six. Our sixth week in... Seclusion. More than halfway through our first season. Cloister. Yeah. That's that's exciting. It is exciting. I think that's very exciting. We're still out of mean to quarantinta. Yes. Eric Quarantinta. Aviancinta. Aviancinta. I think Aviance is flamboyant enough. Honestly. Um, but yeah, I'm doing all right. You, you, I'm feeling, you got your I'm mentals actually, in check? I got my mentals in check. I, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling very good, very, very good, young, very young, very handsome. <laughs> I'm feeling that is a Paris is burning reference, reference. for y'all. Very good. Very good. Very young, very handsome. 99% young of the time, I don't have to go to bad with them. 90, 95%. 95%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my favorite one. <sighs> Tinty ways. <laughs> Tinty ways. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. It's been crazy. Like this week, I'm getting all busy. I've been getting like calls to do things. And um, yeah, my quarantine is anything but just sitting around and watching Tiger King, unfortunately. Unfortunately. I mean, we watched that all in like a day anyway. Yeah. So, because how could you not? It's got everything you need. <laughs> it really does. Sorry. And they're all horrible people. And, but. But Every, that one boyfriend, whew. I take honestly. I, I mean, even with the, not the one with no teeth. Even with no teeth, <laughs> he's still kind of hot. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god, he just is. He just is. I'm sorry. That's just the way that I feel about it. <laughs> That's just the way that I feel about it. I um, would like to thank, yeah, each and every one of our listeners, and I would like to thank you all. And for writing to us, because it really warms the cuckles of our cold, cold hearts. Yes, it does. Um, I love to hear when people connect with something that we are putting out into the world, um, because this is very personal for us um, and very therapeutic. And uh, I'm glad that everybody is able to like you know, sit in on our therapy session <laughs> and get something out of it. Last week was, uh, you know, kind of a, not a, I guess it was a little bit of a heavy topic, but it isn't. It's just our lives. It's just what we deal with. Yeah. It doesn't feel heavy. I, I don't think it requires, you know, well, we were looking for any sort of sympathy. It's just, the no, way, it's just the way that. That's the we, thing. It's that's, just our lives. It's that's what we the deal thing with. with mental health. It's like you should be able to talk about it. It shouldn't be this like, you know, uh, stigma and taboo topic that you know we just have to act like everything's perfect all the time and nobody's got any problems and yeah, you know, it's toxic. It's, it's toxic. It's it's, per, it's also pervasive in a lot of social media, uh, especially this. Um, yeah. Hyper positivity. Uh, to- well, to- I would say toxic positivity. Yeah. Um, 
I think that... I just want to spread positivity. Just want to spread positivity. I think overcoming negativity isn't as simple as a, a shift in perspective. I think it requires um, extreme honesty and uh, introspection. Not just... I mean, it's not... Yeah, it's and you not can't a, just ignore negativity. It's yeah, everywhere. It's everywhere. Anyways, um, <laughs> don't act I'm like it's not there. That, that, don't act like it's not there. <laughs> I'm glad that people got something out of it. It's something that we deal with all the time. It's something that we will continue to speak on, Dorlink, because it's just part of our lives. But thank you. That's um, just the way it is. Some things will never change. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Oh, oh yeah. Ooh. Yes, Starlink. Yes, Starlink. Yes, Starlink. So um, thank everybody. Yeah, thanks for um, writing us on Twitter and following us. You can follow us at Turning Purple underscore Turning on Twitter. Purple underscore on Twitter. And if you really want to like write us even more than however many characters you can put on Twitter, you can email us at Turning Purple Pod. At gmail.com. You certainly can. Or connect with us on any of our various socials because I need the push. So if you write me, uh, especially something that's very thoughtful, yes. I will feel terrible if I don't respond to you. So feel free to yeah. write me on social media. <laughs> Learning through guilt. <laughs> Learning through guilt. At Erica Tor and at Adam Joseph Music on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, and you can also watch us now because we are currently videotaping. We are live and in color live on and in YouTube. Color. You can find all uh, episodes, including last week's episode five and this episode six, on my YouTube channel. Just search Turning Purple Podcast. Yep. Um. Yeah. I think I look particularly gorgeous. Erica is in full drag. I am in full drag. I did a, uh, I did a, like a traditional beauty contour, which I don't usually do. Um, the beauty. So you can get into it if you look. If you wanna. If you wanna. You wanna just get into it. Just wanna get, get into, into it. it. Get into it. Get into it. Um, yeah, she's she's dressed up for you guys, even though you're just seeing her with your ears. <laughs> But you can just she she looks as beautiful ears. as you can imagine in your imaginarium. I like to imagine <laughs> how beautiful Erica is. <laughs> no, no, I just like to imagine. I have a very active imaginarium. Anyways, what did we want to talk about this week? Um, well, let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're talking about collaboration. Collaboration. Yes, collaboration, synergy, synergy, showtime synergy. Ooh, showtime, showtime jam, jam and outrageous, chilly, 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 outrageous. Ooh, oh, jam, yeah, the music's contagious, outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. I love that shit. Throwing and you know, synergy, it back. Yeah, a synergy was the computer. The computer... The computer that was left to her by her father, who owned Storlight Records. Oh. It was the computer that was she discovered after the death of her father. Who The Synergy is the computer that changes her into gem. Back when computers were just like a mythological thing. Yeah, they weren't really, it wasn't really a real, a real thing. Um, but yeah, that synergy, synergy was her name. But Synergy was also, you know, 
the energy that's created when people when people are engaged in a common task. When people sin together? I mean, I suppose. <laughs> could be. You could you could create some synergy <laughs> while sinning, girl. Okay. I definitely have had some synergy <laughs> okay. while sinning. Not okay. nothing lately, but well, back in the day, I had quite a bit of synergy. <laughs> sin and synergy. <laughs> I do say so myself. Um, yeah, I mean, I wanted I, I wanted most, to talk about collaboration because it's like, hugely important for me. It has been what has propelled my artistic journey from the very beginning. Me too. I mean, All like, of my what can I do? What have I done? You know, on my own. Really, I mean, even when I've done things on my own, it's in one way or the other collaboration has still shined through. Yeah, of course. I, I Same for me. Everything, all of my major artistic successes have been in collaboration with other people, um, mm-hmm. lots of other people and lots of other... <laughs> look at the camera. Oh, okay, I have to remember to, play to, to look the camera in the proper. You're direction. on video. I'm being filmed, and I have to let him see that beautiful face. Everyone to get into the fudge. Anyway, who <clears throat> we were thinking we about? Were thinking about um, all the people, people yeah. all of the she's, <laughs> all of the she's who we have collaborated with in our yeah lifetimes in our artistic. Along our artistic pathways, yeah, and there are many. Why don't you there are go many. first? Because you got a lot, yeah. Of just give us some highlights of the uh, collabs. Okay, that well, I guess the first been a part of one of the first collaborations was me with my band, um, the Elegant Children, um, when I was back in college and when I first moved to New York, and I used to perform with them all the time. And that was like Nikki Glaspie, who was our Who Is She the other week. Um, the drummer and um, Angela Johnson Swan, the guitar player who's now um, who was just playing with David Byrne on Broadway and on oh, Saturday yeah. Night Live and his show. Um, Angie, I met her. And um, and yeah, and so like obviously any band is going to be um, an important collaboration between people, and not always the easiest to keep together, but. Um, <laughs> You know, that's where it can all come through. And uh, I don't know, I've, I think one of, the, one of my biggest collaborations was with Bob Sinclair, who... Oh, yeah, um, that's good music. Um, I actually met him through uh, Dwayne Harden, who's the singer of Armand Van Helden's You Don't Even Know Me You Say That I Yeah. Um, he, 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 um, <laughs> yeah, he like wrote me on MySpace back in the day after oh, he girl. saw my, after he saw my music video on Logo, I guess. And, um, uh, because Bob Sinclair was looking for a white soul singer for his album. And, um, Specifically a white soul singer? I, I guess so. Ooh, and okay. I just happened to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. <laughs> um, I think it was actually because it was because he was covering a song, um, by Adrian Gervitz, which is like an old disco song, who was like an, a white guy with like kind of a soulful voice. Mm-hmm. So I think he wanted to kind of replicate that type of feel. I don't know. Um, but uh, so that was that was really 
that was really like a big collaboration for me because that kind of put me in a a new level of like working with major artists where before it was very just like indie, you know, um, working with the people that I was like directly surrounded by. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and um, I had the chance to work with the legendary Kevin Aviance. Kevin Aviance, yes, um, you did. Yeah, I, I was actually his uh, musical director oh, for a show that he at did Pub, at Joe's Pub, which yeah. was amazing. And um, yeah, and Nikki was actually I was there. Nikki was actually playing drums oh, for that yeah, show, she, she was. and. Um, yeah, that I put I put the band together for him, and um, we did like two nights, and I sang backgrounds for him, and that's when he bought. I think I still have those shoes that he bought me. Do you those, those white ones? The the gold highest heel with the metal stiletto. Yeah, those are those yeah. are those are not those the, are nobody's um, beginners pumps. No, no, they're not. And those my are, feet, pro- those are not appreciated. <laughs> those are professional pumps. I had a pair of those for a lot of years. They're nice, yeah. but um, those are for professionals. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, those. And then I, I did, I did a song with um, the ones. Yeah, you did. Where, with um, Nisham that we were talking about on our first episode, "May He Rest," um, and a one one collaboration that was really cool because it was like one collaboration that led to another that's the thing with collaborations it's like it can be like a domino effect which is really cool because you start working with one person they are working with another person and you're just like in there you know mm-hmm. um i started working with leah lorian right through meeting through you guys through you and nita right i met him i met her through um i guess nita or I knew. I know oh, that I knew her. She you was knew. friends. She was friends with the boss, with my boss. Right. She was friends with my boss at the Ritz. Right. And she. Oh. So I met her that way, and then a you, friend started you designing the pride for her float or whatever we did with the her. Pride float with her. We kikied. Um, and then you I were her telling her about me. I was telling her about you. Yeah. Oh, so you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and actually, I ended up living with her at one point. Oh, you totally did. Yeah, um, Lorian of how how would, you, how would you feel? How would you know? It was a big if hit. it was truly love. Really David great, Morales, David Morales, huge really hit. great song. Um, and I I um I started I started produce. She was looking for a producer, and we kind of co-wrote some stuff together. And then we ended up writing a bunch while we lived together, and we were working with some, a diff- few different producers. We wrote a song that she—I mean, she knew a lot of people. I mean, her, her she comes from musical royalty. Royalty. Her um, father it was uh, father, David Bowie's guitarist, Carlos Alomar, who's David Bowie's guitarist for like pretty much her, his entire career, and he also played with like. Everyone else. He's, and Robin Clark is her mother. Robin Clark. Dangerous Minds. Dangerous Minds. She used to, she was best friends with Luther Vandross. Like she was, she sang with, um, she sang with uh, Aretha Franklin and like mm-hmm. everybody, like huge, huge artists. Um, but so, so Leah, um, we were writing together. She knew Anaya Day, which is like one of my favorite house 
dance singers I ever. Mean, everyone's, I think. Um, and <laughs> she pitched a song that we wrote to Anaya, and she ended up, Anaya ended up recording the song, and we went into the studio with Anaya and like sang backgrounds with her, and it was amazing. That is, I mean, I remember that. Is, that and that was just like, like oh my God, it's like dream come true type yeah, stuff. Put that shit down in the book. And, and the, the craziest thing though was we just missed it by a hair because that that song did end up getting produced and coming out. We wrote the song with like no music and and then we were going to find a producer to put music to it. But Frankie Knuckles was actually supposed to produce that song. Really? But it was right before he passed away. Oh, and so, because he was going to produce an entire album for Anaya. Oh, so I almost had an album. I almost had a song produced by Frankie Knuckles with an idea. Featuring an I, oh, could like, you? Oh, you just but, die and go to heaven. Hello, but um, but that didn't happen. But still, it's like that's the thing with this collaboration stuff. Is like you start working with one person, one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another, and by the time I knew it, I was like, oh, I have a song that I wrote for an day. Wow. Um, and uh, of course, like. One of my biggest collaborators over the whole over my whole career was Johnny McGovern, yeah. who um, like basically kind of made me into the artist that I am. Being you know in th- in New York, and um, I feel the like the faggotry, yeah, the faggotry, embracing the faggotry. He's the one that gave me the idea to do faggoty attention. He gave me the title faggoty attention as a joke, really. He was like, you should do a song called Faggot Attention about seducing a straight guy. <laughs> of course he did. And it was just a, I mean, jo- it was just a total are- joke. Yeah. Well, he's and, got some and it stuck with amazing me. ideas. Yeah. He just is like a fountain of he is. really good ideas. <laughs> he's, it's, he's, I, I, and like, he's w- the overarching collaboration of my entire career as well. Mm-hmm. It was also his idea to do... Um, the rent that I produced with uh, Lady Lady Red Couture singing, which has now become my most viewed uh, song, uh, working out. So, thanks, Johnny. Johnny McGovern, um, doing it again. Yeah, and we were in a doing group. It and doing we were it and doing we it were well. in a group um, <laughs> with uh, with Johnny. Yeah, called Team Pimp. Team Pimp. It was you and I, mm-hmm. Johnny McGovern, uh, Maxine Innes. Yes, may, may she rest. rest. Um, and that was a whole lot of fun. And Linda James. And Linda James. I know you want to get him a Balenciaga. Oh, and I fucking out of bed And she, like, don't sleep on Miss Linda James. She wrote some amazing raps. We were just thinking about that verse the other day. It's where, really good. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Guys, I you need you to get, get my Balenciaga. Oh, and I fucking out of bed I can make it come. I can make a holler. I pump a look and the bitch is faller. I show, oh, no. I'll show you tricks and I'll make you turn. And the more you gonna learn. Ooh, this cunty lyrics that I spit. Bitch, you know this song's a hit. I mean, the lyrical prowess. Of so one Linda good. James is really really cannot be overlooked. That's um if you guys are looking for that song, that would be something for, for the, the fellas, fellas that, that like, like the, the fellas, fellas by Johnny McGovern and Team Team Pimp. Pimp. So yeah, Johnny McGovern was also the overarching collaborator in all of in my entire career, like mm-hmm. I was saying. We um the first like collab collab, I mean, would have been when we were doing all those shows. For spirit, mm-hmm. and we did. Uh, I'm your sugar. sugar. This is my world. You dance, dance for you. 
Do what I'm telling you to. Did I sing the backgrounds on that? Yeah, of course you did. Oh, okay. I was like, I used to be like the ghost background singer for everything. (laughs) Every track that we did, you're the background singer. Just like my pumps. Yeah. Like, who's that that light, airy voice in the background? Yeah. Because you can lay down like 20 tracks of... Yeah, we didn't have time like five for minutes. We didn't have time for, and that was pre-auto-tune. Yeah, girl, you got. Ain't, ain't nobody had time to be laying down all that shit except for you. So yeah, you did, and that was the first time that we collaborated. And then through that, we did Lamady. Lamady mm. was an. Uh, uh, this is this New not, York City. Yes, bitch. It, was, it was Johnny McGovern's uh, tranny rap, tranny super, rap group? super group. Not we could PCA say that back then. back then. We could say it. Uh, can't say it anymore, but it was a <laughs> that was rap, the tag that was the tag. It was a tranny rap super group, um, because it was okay. To that's say. What it that's was. just the time it was. Children, I'm sorry if if you're triggered, but that's it was a different time. But Lamedi was me, Linda James, mm-hmm. Nita Aviance, mm-hmm. Coco Aviance, mm-hmm. um, and the first track was Kevin Aviance. Kept featuring Kevin featuring Aubiance. Kevin Aubiance and yeah. Linda James. This is New York City, bitch. You can't fuck with us. This is New York City, bitch, which is a great song. Nita, Keep it fast, another bitch. It's over. That was Stephen Alexander singing. Yeah, that, that was Stephen Alexander. Singing oh my god! Keep it fast. He's actually funny because he's the person that introduced me to Johnny. Johnny oh. was talking to Steve Alexander. Now I remember. Johnny you was talking to, to Steve Alexander um, about. <laughs> About how he was looking to make new music. And Steve Alexander was a friend of mine from mm. Excess because he used to come to my show at Excess when I had that band show. Yeah. And he and he came to Steven Alexander told me, Do you know who Johnny McGovern is? And I was like, Not really. <laughs> and he was like, Well, he's the gay pimp and he's looking to make music. And I was like, Okay. And this is when I really like was just starting to produce music. I really had no clue what I was doing <laughs> at all. I was like just making tracks. But like, what a great way to learn. It was a great way to learn. Job. It was a great way to learn. On the job, trial by fire. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and you know what? It turned out pretty good. It turned out great. It turned out really great. So the matey... What was it? What else did we do with Lamady? I mean, I did. Well, then you guys, then Coco dropped off and Coco it just became off. the three. It was, it was like being Destiny's Child. Yeah, it was like Destiny's Child. It was me, uh, Nita, and uh, Linda. And we did a bunch of stuff together and did a bunch of really great shows together, honestly. Um, yeah. That was a really great collab. It was always, had- whenever you guys did shows, like it was like, that's back when New York was like the, the people. Like we were, we would go see our friends, and it was like a big show. Yeah, and it was like it was a great. We couldn't afford to go see whoever, Madonna or Britney, but, but we all would, our friends were putting on great shows. But yeah, we would like do. We had shows. our own shows, you yeah. know, and it was like they would give you the most popular club would like give you the the performance for the night, and then like everybody would be there, like ready to support our. It was amazing. It was such a cool it time. It was an amazing time. It really was. But Lamady, yeah, I have nothing but fond memories of Lamady. I kind of wish it had gone on longer. Yeah, but it came it came about organically, and it kind of dissolved organically. There were no there was no like 
people just yeah everyone they're all still friends of course i mean we were sisters before we stayed sisters after i think we just you know we wanted to do different things. People Nita didn't really do. want to be a woman anymore. I think Nita was overdoing she drag. Went back to being a man. She went back to being a man. She was a very beautiful woman, though. She really was. <laughs> <laughs> she was a very pretty lady. And then after that, my next collab was started. I mean, my yeah, your the, solo project. My solo, my solo project, which was, was collab, a collab within itself. It was a collab within a collab. Yeah. It was you and Johnny McGovern. And 45 other people that helped you with your music video. <laughs> yes. The music video was... The production of the year. I mean, what really, it was like, a, thinking back on it, it, it really gags me. And I mean, it's, I mean, it kind of why I lost it so much, too, is because it was such a huge production. It was a lot. And it was a lot. I, I didn't feel like I could live up to that standard. The pressure. The pressure. Yeah, that was definitely a huge part of the pressure. Um it was overwhelming. I mean, there were so many people involved. The the day we did it all in one day, um, because that's the way it had to be. Thirteen mm. hours, five looks. Five, it was a long day. Like seven setups. Um, I had to ask seven, my friend seven, if like we ten could set, maybe ten setups. I had to ask my friend if we could bring a camera crew up to the roof of her building. Yep. Remember, it was Simone. Simone, yeah. Yeah, I remember. That was such a huge production. It was a collaboration between. I mean, at that, like you said. Not only in nightlife was that a great time, it was an amazing time because our entire group of friends, regardless of uh, regardless of their particular like type of artist that they were, they were all on the come up. Everybody was on the come up and everybody was actually doing real stuff. Yeah. People were styling real. The, the reason that it felt like an actual production is because everybody involved were doing real things. Yeah. Like for real pop artists, we're styling real famous people. Do you know what I mean? So I had access to all a lot of things that I that most people wouldn't have had access to. Right. Um like yeah, I there were some major looks being there pulled. There were some major looks being pulled. Like there was a dog. I had a there was a stunt dog, you know. Like I had <laughs> you my did prop have dog. a stunt dog. I had my prop dog. And, a real and, dog. Uh Davey Makeout was doing was helping style. Oh, there was like three different style like actual full-time stylists that were like helping. There, I remember doing, it because it was you guys were John, in John my Field, living room. John John Field, Davey Makeout, yeah. and and who else was styling at the time? I think it was mostly Xander just John. was Xander was was helping <clears> to style. <throat> mm. But um, but, but I remember Davey Miguel and I just remember John like were four people, stylists. like four people, like staring at you as you as you're putting the look together, and they're all just like, "Hmm, not those shoes, no, but these earrings and the this." And it was like so serious. It was very serious. Everybody was very serious about it. <laughs> it was and there so was like serious. real. There was some. There were some real jewels, girl. Mm-hmm. Those were real. There were some real jewels. I don't know why she had. I don't know how Davy got her hands on them, but those were real motherfucking jewels. And then she took one of the, those ne- bracelets and was like, "And put it on the dog." Do you remember that? <laughs> she put one of them real ass bracelets. There was a, a set of jewelry that she managed to get her hands on that oh I wore God. some of, but one of them was. It was like real pearls and like real gemstones. They put the pearls on the dog. And they put it on the dog. Oh, she was like, this that dog really looked good. good. On the dog. That dog looked good. But it was like, yeah, without collaboration, yeah, that none of that would have happened. No. Like none of that would have happened. And not to mention the actual film crew, like uh, mm-hmm. Matthew Dada, 
right. uh, putting that whole thing together. Mm-hmm. Like that wouldn't have happened without him. No. And I met him randomly. Uh, I met him at the cock. We would like hang out mm-hmm. and uh, he got into what I was doing and we had become friends and he was making films and yeah. doing commercials and things. And he one day was just like, I want to make a video for you. I was like, but it's going to be, and I was just kind of like, at the time I was like, oh yeah, sure. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Let's make that video. You know what I mean? Because like, the just, song had already come out. Yeah, right? the song... I don't. I don't remember. If and the song I think had that's why. I think it did. I think it was out. No, no, no. Song wasn't out. So you released it all at the same time. I released it all at the same time, as far as I remember. But Maybe, I remember no, the song was on the East Village mixtape. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It the was out before. Up, it was out because before, I think that a lot of people really like, wanted to work on that video because, because they the really song. liked the song. And yeah, and he had access to. I don't know to all of this stuff. It was done. We did it on a red cam, like. Yeah. All the, the top of the line shit was happening, yeah. and there was a, a a crew of like twenty people. Yeah, it was like the steady cam, and like it was like legit. It was legit, <clears throat> and uh, you know. But yeah, it's isn't it crazy how there's one thing leads one to thing, another. One collab leads to another collab. You got to meet the like I uh, for me that's yeah. what happened. You got to go out and for you. Yeah, you you went out and you met people and you met other people and yeah and and that's how all of this crazy family came together yeah collaborations mm-hmm. artistic collaborations mm-hmm. they're hugely important they've been hugely important for me i mean our artistic collaborations yeah uh I mean, and our I current artistic and our current artistic collaboration this podcast, which is this podcast you're which listening to it you, right, right now. now which you all which we also which came about very organically mm-hmm. like we pretty much agreed well, we were driving we were back doing. from Vegas and we just started talking about because we were talking about doing a podcast like a few months ago, but we were like, should we do something where we talk about music? Should we do something where we talk about like reviewing songs that new, new music? Yeah. Like, it, I don't know. In, in my mind, Nothing I didn't really spoke to me. Yeah, I didn't I think excited yeah. about any of those ideas for podcasts. I, I was always thinking like, it has to be like current events or reviewing like movies or music or whatever have much interest in any of those things it's like but yeah so when we were talking about what the premise for this podcast it came out very like i said organically we agreed pretty much immediately it was very synergistic Mm. and we jumped head in and i keep saying synergy 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 i love Mm -hmm. the word i love to say it Mm -hmm. synergy i love showtime synergy it's one of my favorite phrases (laughs) But I also, I really get off on the feeling. For me... Feeling. The feeling. I love... Feeling like a collab. Feeling like a collab. (laughs) 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 You can just put Kevin Aviance into like anything. Feeling? Put Kevin Aviance anywhere and he works. Yeah, it does. And he will work it for you. (laughs) But synergy, like the feeling the excitement the electricity the energy of people engaged in a common goal like working towards a, like mm-hmm. a common focus having a common aim uh especially artistically i love getting together with people and coming up with shit just ran even random shit i don't it doesn't even have to be um any sort of uh, any plan there does for me there doesn't have to be a plan i still get off on that shit i like a jigsaw puzzle of creativity i like throwing ideas out um dropping some things 
tweaking some things, putting some other things in other places, uh, coming up because I feel like a lot of the, especially with the group, the the performance art group that I was in, mm. which is called was called and subtitles, and subtitles, which was me, my sister Clifton Brown, um, and she who shall not be named. Uh, we did a lot of amazing shows together, mm. and that was very synergistic. Some We've weird a, shit. Some weird <laughs> shit. You should, if you, you could probably type in and subtitles, and something would pop up, and you'd be able to see well, some of the wonderful things. That we, we can did. throw it up on the Twitter. We can throw it up on the Twitter. Um, but we had a very, um, well, first of all, it was a performance art group, like I said, but it was also. Uh, it was drag. It was lip syncing. It was all kinds of things. Dancing, we had a, dancing. We had sets, a, sets. Yeah, all, all kinds of like all kinds of all stuff. kinds. It was of like crazy art, shit. drag, dance, everything. There were a lot of like I, I guess the point is there were a lot of moving pieces. Mm. Um, so the best way to get something like that to come together is just to throw a bunch of shit out um, and see what sticks. And that was pretty much our process. At the same time. There was, I think there was one person, because the, the other two, myself included in the other two, was kind of like herding cats at the time. We were <laughs> partying a lot. Uh, mm. So we needed, uh, kind of needed a drill sergeant. And Clifton was definitely that. She definitely, she also came up with all the choreography. And that's like, that's a huge chunk yeah. of a performing group. It's a lot of choreography. That's a lot of choreography. And she made sure that we rehearsed it and made sure that we mm-hmm. uh, looked good. And we did. We looked really great. Whenever yeah. we did a show, we did a lot of shows. Whenever we did a show, we looked really great. But I guess the, my point about like synergy, it's, I love the feeling, not just, um, you know, the, the going into it and like, looking for a product. Yeah. I like the feeling that I get when I'm the process. In, yeah, I love the process. I really mm. get off on the process. I guess that's um I don't know. I think that there's the, well, I think that that's some where you don't. that's where you thrive, you know, like you you do your best work when there's some type of structure that you can fit yourself into. Yes. You know I, what I that mean? That's for sure. And like with the stuff that we're doing here. <clears throat> in, right. uh that we've the collaborations that we've done in Phoenix, um, right, right. Like you, we've we went out, we met people when we moved here. We forced ourselves to go out for <clears throat> weeks and weeks and weeks. Forced. It was very difficult. It, I mean, <laughs> our livers do not thank us, but we did it. And um, what show was that? I don't even know why we went to that show. Oh, it was because Olivia Gardens, where we met Pandora, the yeah. d'Estranger. Mm-hmm. And then we've we... been going to Drag Bingo, <clears throat> which is hosted by a hilarious drag yeah. queen in Phoenix. In Phoenix called Olivia Gardens. Um, and she had done, she was friends with this queen that we met that night, Pandora d'Estranger. Yeah, who was performing as was well. Performing as well. And they had done together in the past a show that she had been doing for years called Dirty Disney. Um, and we met that night. Uh, and she knew who we she were. Knew who we were. And uh, she immediately asked us to be a part of her show. And we were like, yeah, sure. Um, and she has set up, she's, she's an amazing performer in her own right. And she has put to- together over the years a group of really, really great. Um, 
performers that mm-hmm. we were able to just slip into. And there's also um, cr- cultivated an audience. Like the first day, the first show that I did with them, there was like 300 people there. Yeah, I was gagged. I've never following. experienced anything like that, like really ever. And, um, and, and they then, all paid to come see. And then we ended up working with uh, Cherry Vine once who, again. Yes, once again. Who came in to also be in the show with us for Dirty Disney. I had been in a show with Cherry Vine back in the day, um, me and Peppermint. Uh, it wasn't really a collab. It was Cherry's show, but we, me and Peppermint were her backup girls. But me, yeah, Sherry, both of us have been sisters with Sherry yeah. for quite some time. But it was so funny because we moved to L.A., Looking to do stuff in LA, literally like pretty much do nothing in LA, move to Phoenix, and then end up playing to a sold out house in LA because, because we, of, came we came to from Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, we did a, we did a sold funny? out show at the, at the Cavern Club. Yeah. Because with the troupe that we had, that we joined <clears throat> in Phoenix. Crazy how life works, y'all. Yeah. But you can't sleep on, I, I never sleep on. A collaboration. I love, mm-hmm. I love the process. I love getting into ideas. I love hearing other people's ideas. I love being, I love my perspective being pushed by other people's mm-hmm. uh, perceptions of what like maybe should go on in certain artistic situations. Mm-hmm. I've been, I, I've done a lot of collaborations and I do enjoy collaborating in the right situation, but <clears throat> I've also had collaborations go wrong, <laughs> go south here and there. Oh, and I think tell. it's it's a little bit I think w- w- it really comes down to everyone not really being on the same page because there's a difference between a organic collaboration where you're both working towards a common goal um and you both kind of have like you both share an artistic vision mm-hmm. and then a collaboration where you're like, okay, for example, I want to do this music video and this guy's like, okay, yeah, um, I've got an idea for this music video and this is how I want to do it and blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, but that's not really your vision. And then it just kind of goes, you're going in two different directions. And you then had experiences the end like that. I've had experiences yeah. like that. <clears throat> For sure, I've had some negative experiences. So I guess I would, I would not relinquish all control of yeah. an artistic endeavor ever again. Mm-hmm. Not after that last time, which was for the last video that I did. Which is, it's. I mean, it's. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. It's not. I'm not. It's not my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I don't. I kind of agreed to relinquish artistic control of the project. And it was a horrible mistake. Uh, the entire the process of making that video was um, terrible. Uh, just because I had relinquished so much power, and I think I was regretting the decision. Um, it just made for a really uncomfortable shoot, and then not having any say in the in the eventual product mm-hmm. it was extremely. Yeah, it was a huge it, downer. Especially the whole when, was a huge especially downer. when it's your name on the project. Yeah, and as a as a solo artist, everyone looks back to you. Why did they do this music video like this? Why you know, uh, you know, it's like 
but you just want to be like, but it wasn't my idea, you know? Exactly. Um, it wasn't. I just kind of like, <clears throat> I'm not like bitter about it. Um, I wish the, the, the situ- I wish it, that the whole process had been, I really just wanted it to be enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. And it just was not. It yeah. wasn't enjoyable for me. It wasn't enjoyable for the director. Um, well, I've said that, I've said that before. If you're not having fun creating art, then yeah, then you should probably try something else. Probably try a different way. Yeah, and I definitely should have. Uh, but I don't. I mean, it's like it's it's out there. It's not horrendous. Um, it's just not something that I'm like super happy with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely you wouldn't you would never do that again, right? And I would never do that again either. I would never relinquish complete artistic control of, of a project. Yeah, I mean, but the, yeah, it, it's it's hard, especially when it comes to vi- music videos. When you're working trying to create something that's not really the medium that you are, you know, experienced at. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm not a music video person like director filming person whatever but yeah, you're not but, but at this point i think <clears throat> we've been around it enough and been yeah. through it enough that we are yeah i mean sometimes it just takes takes the the you know balls to say yes i am good at it like i've done it before and i've liked what i've gotten out of it but you know that's not my main thing so it's kind of like it's weird i always feel like i need someone there to make sure that I'm doing stuff right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I could go off the deep end and like end up with something terrible. But, um, but we're about, <clears throat> you just edited. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I, It's funny because I just went through this with the last video that I just released uh, yesterday. Uh-huh. Oh, it was yesterday. It was um, yesterday. Uh, for my new song, Daddy. And I shot that in Poland. And I was working with a friend of mine from Poland who is also an artist, and he's shot a bunch of really cool videos. So I asked him for um, if he knew anyone that had that he had worked with that I might be able to work with to shoot a video while yeah. I was there. And um, he did, and we shot a video, and it was all like, extremely rushed because I, I booked this studio, but then I realized that I had a gig the same night. <laughs> So I had like about seven hours in the studio, which might sound like a lot, but it's not for a music video. No, it's not. And um, especially like a straight up seven hours walking in there with nothing ready. It was crazy. But we did get some good shots. And then I saw, and then um, the guy who shot it was supposed to edit it. And he sent me the edit. And, you know, me and my friend had come up with the concept for the mm-hmm. video. We had gotten all the props and the looks and everything together, but he shot it. He was supposed to edit it. And the edit he sent me, I was just like, no. Not so much. I was like, this is not working. So you did it yourself. So then I said, just send me the footage. And I edited it myself. And I think you did a good job. I think I did a good job. I mean, it's, it's not, is it the best edit that could ever be? No, but I think it works. And sometimes that's all that And matters. I'm proud of you for. Let, for putting it out there because you have a very high standard for things that you attach, like especially thing visually things that you attach your name to. Yeah, I do. Um, and so <laughs> you, it might not show, but that, I do have a high standard. No, you standard. do. And then sometimes you sit on things for a while. This like you just you did enough about week. my personal life. Erica. <laughs> 
Oh, sorry. Lordy, lordy, Couldn't lordy. let Somebody's that one got go. Cabin fever, darling. Um, but yeah, but I, but you know what? I did it. I edited it, and it really only took me like a couple days, and I really like went for it and got way more into the editing than I ever thought that I could. Yeah, I think it looks great. I think you did a wonderful job. So yeah, so and now it's out, and I can move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. We've collabed. I mean, <clears throat> we collab well. We've collabed mm-hmm. on a lot of things. Yeah, we've we're we're about to do a new video for you, and we're we just uh, recorded the song yesterday. Yeah, we just recorded a song or not yesterday, Lady, two days before. ago, Lady of the Night, um, and we're collabing on the videos. I'm gonna be the this time. I'm gonna be the cameraman He's and the ca- editor. Yeah. I might as well just start a new business. You might as well just start a new business, girl. And I think it's going to be really cool. We've got some really cool locations. Um, I've got some really cunty looks. Um, so, and, and and I'm just, uh, I'm excited to dance around. Because I haven't really, it's going to be primarily me dancing around. I mean, Because good. it's not, because I, I, I lost a bunch of LBs recently. And, uh... And I can still kick and I can still stretch, darling. And who knows? That stuff doesn't always last forever. So and I've not I've always wanted to just have a video of me just like dancing in drag. And it you doesn't are, usually end up that way. You are it a just, dancer. No matter what, there's always something something it doesn't end up that way. God, I'm a dancer. A dancer dancer. <laughs> We were just talking about chorus line the other day. <laughs> Return to our faggotry of childhood. Let me dance for you. <laughs> Let me try. So yeah, collaborations are essential. I think they're essential, right? That the thing, the point of this is for us, collaborations yeah. have been essential. Even what I was saying was before was like even when I'm working by myself, it was a collaboration because if you th- if I think about like all these bitch tracks that I did. Yeah, I mean that's Maxine Waters collaboration in Linda, absentia. Yeah, Linda Evangelista. <laughs> the I wanted to, I really like had a dream to do a song with Michelle Visage, and I met because I met her at the you at met her at the, the airport, airport. I remember, and she was really uh, <clears throat> super nice. We were she had just done Cincinnati Pride, and so had I, and we were both going to New York City to do New York Pride, and um, I talked to her, and I was like, you know, I'm the guy who did Linda Evangelista, and she was like, oh wow, blah blah blah, and then. Um, you know, I was like, yeah, well, we should, you know, maybe we could do something together sometime. She's like, yeah, well, maybe, whatever. And then, of course, it didn't happen. <laughs> and but then <clears throat> I remembered that she had been on Hey Queen, so I went back and to her episode, and I took her, lifted her voice, and there it was. And then You're not World of Wonder, girl. World of Wonder, put it on their YouTube channel for me. There you go, collaboration in absentia. Um. Sometimes they don't even have to be there for you to collab with. They them. don't even have to know about it or approve. <laughs> <laughs> We've had so so yeah. Collab. I mean, it's essential. Collaboration has been essential. Showtime for the showtime. There was there would be no showtime without synergy. Maybe HBO, but no showtime. Okay, dad. <laughs> okay, dad. <laughs> How do you get a dad joke? How do you get a dad joke in there? Well, what are like? What are some other artists? Like, what are <clears throat> some of your favorite collaborations between artists? There, because there's been, I mean, like, like other artists, like other artists, but you know, like other artists that you admire. What are some of your favorite ones? There's like, gotta be a few. Um, like music, Beyonce and Lady Gaga, Telephone. Okay, no, no I'm just joking. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> 
I'm okay. being sarcastic. Okay. Oh, but you know okay. what was good was Sherry Vine and Peppermint oh, telephone parody. Telephone parody. In the rickshaw with the fried chicken. That was good. <laughs> that was great. That was really, really good. Um, I don't know, like, um, well. What? Madonna with Man, William, William Orbit. Orbit. Madonna and William <clears throat> Orbit. That, uh. It's Madonna's. It's Madonna's best album. Yes, quick. It's Madonna's best album, hands down. That's um, when I really got and into her best Madonna. vocal performance on an album. It is. She really sounds like she can sing on that album. Uh, it's unbelievable. The th- what she got. Well, it was a good, that. I think the vo- the voice was because it was directly after Evita, and she had to contractually take voice lessons to be in Evita. So her voice was at its best. There it is. Um, but it was a great talk about synergy. Um, like Ray of Light. So it's, cool! It's, it's such a cool album for a pop album. Yeah, it and wasn't even really hardly a pop album. It became, but it became that was the time when, pop, when that was the time do that. But that yeah, that was the time when pop was so many different things. It was hip hop. It was rock. Mm-hmm. It was electro. It was so many yeah. different things could be pop instead of like. What has happened now where it's like all sounding more like the same stuff, you know? Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> it wasn't every song has to be three and a half minutes long with no. a verse chorus, you know? No. And the electro, I mean, the production on that album is so good. Yeah, it I really mean, is. William Orbit's production is flawless and madonna sounds amazing the songs are great they're mm-hmm. not just good pop songs they're good songs yep. and one of them's i mean shanti it's not even it's an oh, indie shanti. and what a great with the with the bengara yeah oh my god it's, it's in good. the background so we used good. to get stoned and just turn that up so loud in the car and just drive on the highway just uh, like ray of light moving our necks and stuff yeah I remember coming. That was that was um, an event too. I remember when for the music video for Frozen. That you was know, I such an rush, event. Rushing home from school. I remember waiting. So that I could catch on, waiting to watch it on MTV. Yep, so they could catch the premiere. It was like a countdown. Yep. To the premiere of Frozen because oh, there was no YouTube video. and you couldn't watch it like that. No, you had to watch it on television. I can't imagine that there was any. That there's anyone that would be listening to this that doesn't already know about that. But if they if you don't know about Ray of Light, if you haven't gotten in, uh, you need to. And you also need to watch all of the videos from that album as well. Anyway, that is a that is an amazing collab. Right. Is that like your favorite, favorite collab? I mean, that's my probably my favorite Madonna collab. Um but she's collabed with I mean, a lot of I mean, there's so many different like what can you say? It's like Quincy Jones and Michael Jackson. Like she's had a lot of great collabs too. Nellie Hooper. Madonna and Nellie Hooper, she the uh, bedtime stories. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but which, Madonna, that's the thing; she's Bjork always wrote. known like the right people to collaborate with. She has up until very recently. Yeah, that's true. Unfortunately, can't last forever. I mean, um, do you have any other like visual like artist collabs that you can think of that you're into? <clears throat> I have. One. I mean, collabs make me think of like duet. You think like of duets when you? Think well, of I think of duets. Ooh, like. Um, Shaka Khan and Michael McDonald on this isn't even like a big song, but it's on Funk This, her album that won 
a Grammy for best R and B album. Yeah. Um, but they did a duet of "You Belong to Me." <laughs> you belong to, to me, me girl. girl. I love Michael McDonald <laughs> and Shaka Khan. Um, but um, yeah, I wish there would be more good duets out there. I do like a good duet. I have a duet coming out with um, an artist named Gustav. Oh yeah, who was formerly a member of. Um, Hercules, uh, Hercules, and love Hercules and Love Affair. Wow. Hercules, Hercules and Love Affair. And you know what I found out? He used to sing backgrounds for Zap Mama. Really? Yeah. Um, which was like my jam in high school. So huh. it's I weird. I have heard that name in a long time, Zap right? Mama. Um, but yeah, I went. I recorded a song with him when I was in Antwerp um, in the spring. Oh, I've heard it. It's really good. Yeah. When it's coming out it? soon. It's still being mixed. Okay. But it's coming out soon. Um, when I think of collab, though, I, I don't know. I, I think of a lot, like cross um, medium, like like cross medium collabs. And- well, brands, but mostly I think of like cross medium collabs, like dancer. One of my favorite collabs uh, was between um, a choreographer and a sculptor, which was the choreographer was Martha Graham, and the okay. sculptor was. Um, <clears throat> Noguchi. Martha um, Graham. Martha Graham. Yeah. Martha Graham. Noguchi. What was his first name? Isamu. Isamu Noguchi. He was a famous sculptor. I um, and their collaboration lasted is. for like 30 years. They did a lot of stuff together to the point where if you think of it, when most people, if you have any knowledge of Martha Graham, what comes to your mind is probably her on stage in front of one of his sets because they're very. So he was making the sets. Yeah, he was doing the sets for her, and he also did some. He did a, one set in particular that is amazing was for Cave of the Heart, which is Medea, which is based loosely on the Medea myth. Dun 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 dun. What? Dun 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 dun. Am I thinking of the wrong thing? Medea? No, that's Carmina Burana. Carmina Burana. Uh, Damn it! No, Medea. The, the music is by Samuel. Medea, like Tyler Perry. No, <laughs> Medea like the myth, like the myth of Medea. Anyway, he made a set piece. Did I mention that, that I went was, to art school? I know, right? She, well, you should know this. Then she she made a set piece. He made a set piece for her that also uh, doubled as like an outfit. It's really you should see it. If you don't know Cave of the Heart, you should look it up. Um, it's a, it's a beautiful piece. Martha Graham is uh, is an amazing choreographer. Was an amazing dancer. Super vain. Uh, put herself as a leading role in all of her um in all of her uh productions all of her productions until she died well good for and, her and she was amazing she was a very um i feel like she appeals a lot to gay men because she was melodramatic oh she's her, definitely a gay icon yeah her her because her her dance style was extremely melodramatic. Like she mm. gave amazing face performances, and she did it well into her eighties. Mm. Anyway, there's this one that uh, Noguchi set for Cave of the Heart that she gets at the end of the number. She gets inside of, and it becomes a dress, and she like walks away in it. Oh, it's fucking Work. stunning, stunning. You should get into it if you don't know. It's like a reverse reveal. It's a reverse reveal. You were talking about brands collapsing. <clears throat> no, like um. Because when I think of collabs, I always think of like Jeremy Scott, Jeremy Scott for Adidas, uh-huh. you know, Eddie for sure. Bauer for Ford Explorer, like um, 
you know, it's always the best. Like when they bring in an, an outside designer, is always the best product for for the brand. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, uh-huh. um, what Long Vom for H and M? Oh, yep. Hello, like it, it's always like the, Victor from Rolf the H and M. Victor Rolf for H and M. Like it's it's always like the best of the best when they bring in somebody else because the regular brands mm-hmm. are just kind of like whatever. And like know? musicians and fa- like music and fashion. Those are some collabs like, that I love. I don't know if it's so much a collab. Just too funky for me. Yeah. Gotta, Gotta get inside. Gotta get inside. You. <laughs> because those were, I mean, those were things that, I guess you could call that a collab. Those were items of fashion. Yeah, those I were, mean, it was definitely a collab. Those were pieces that because it was existed all already. Yeah, but those were things, those were designs. But it's that still a collab. Already. That's why I think, like, um, I still, I consider even, like, Borrowing inspiration from someone as a form of collaboration. Inspiration as collaboration. Yeah, because like think about Inspirab- if I want to do a collaboration. If I want to do a song, <laughs> it's not technically a collaboration, but it's the same sentiment. If I want to uh-huh. do a song, say I want to do a song like Earth, Wind, and Fire. In my mind, I'm collaborating with Earth, Wind, and Fire, even though I'm not really, you know, I'm not actually a businessman. And then of but you know what I mean. Yes, I do. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that you can think about. very subtle. Um, the, the Paris, Paris is burning, burning references, references are so deep. And so subtle. So that was a very subtle one. I hope one. you guys have to really catch get in. it. Um, You'd have to really know your know your Paris is burning for that one. Um, <laughs> but, um, but you know what I mean? It's a form of, in my mind, it's a form of collaboration as well. Because, it, you, you know, they don't have to be there. And you're not really, cre- maybe not creating anything new with them. Uh-huh. But. You're creating something with them in mind. You know what I mean? I do. Which is how most of the best songs are written, in my opinion. Because hmm. if you listen to any producer, they're usually like, well, I was going for a blah, blah, blah kind of vibe or a songwriter. We were going for a, you know, um, Michael Jackson vibe when we recorded this, or, you know what I mean? So, so I think that that's a t- like using. Using Inspir- other people inspirabil- as yeah, using other people, <laughs> other artists as inspiration, um, is a form of collaboration. Is a form of you? collaboration mm-hmm. in my okay. in my opinion. Okay. Inspirabilation. Inspiration. Because I'm going to make it a thing, just like fetch. Inspirabilation. Start. Stop me trying to make ins- inspirabilation <laughs> happen, America. <laughs> stop trying to make inspirabil. I'm going to make it happen. Inspirabilation. <clears throat> wow. That's a mouthful. I like it. I like a mouthful. Ooh, I heard that about you. <laughs> or not. Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> it really doesn't. Mouthful's fine. Uh, Half mouthful, a mouthful, handful. Handful. Whatever. Whatever you got to offer. Whatever you got to offer. I'll take <laughs> it. Talk about a collaboration. Growl. <laughs> But who is she? She, she is... Well, the she this week, I was th- we were thinking about all of the 
artists that we know um, and have have known over the years, and we've done so far mostly what musician we did some musicians drag queens yeah so I was like I yeah. know a lot of other different types of artists there's other and types was, of artists there's other types of artists oh my gosh I was really? thinking about the ones I know and I was like duh I lived with one you did in New York I lived with an amazing artist who a is real life artist a real life artist who is doing wonderful things um super into like but like the definition of an independent artist she's an artist through and through. She lives her art. Her life looks just like her art looks. Her art was just on our TV the other night, though. It was just on our TV. It was on drag RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul Drag Race. Stop your engines. RuPaul Drag Race. The she. The she. We should probably say her name. Yeah, the she this week. Her name is Kiss. 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 Kiss and her design... Uh, company is called sick designs s-s-i-k sick that's designs. kiss backwards that's kiss backwards she i lived with her in new york mm-hmm. in a tiny, a tiny teeny tiny little but th- the thing is we needed a place to move immediately both of our situations be- had become untenable me and she who shall not be named uh and we needed some place to move into with the quickness mm-hmm. um and just put it up on facebook and she responded and did you know her though? Yeah, we knew. I knew her. Yeah, because she I was like, her. she's a scene well, star. I had known she is. A, she has been in the scene for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, she worked in nightlife. Uh, she's worked for Suzanne Barsh. Um, she did. She toured with David Barton's band, I believe, back in the day. She was in a David Barton ad. Why did she remember? tour with the band? What was she doing? I think she was just. She's, she's, like she's a, a dancer. dancer she's, she's got a banging like a, body, that's for sure. She's got an amazing body. And she <laughs> is not afraid to let everybody see it. Yeah. Um, and very good hair. Yeah. She always has amazing hair. She Anyway, she was... I met her actually through Tyler Stone. Uh-huh. Uh, because... Uh, we were dating. You were, see, you were seeing each we other? We were seeing each other. Um, and I, that's how I initially met her but we had known each other and this was years later that we that i ended up living with her um but she it's it's you you really need to check her out it's um sick s-s-i-k underscore k-i-s-s you i don't think you've ever you haven't said what she does yet (laughs) have i not She's a fashion designer. A you fashion said she was designer. an artist, but you didn't say specifically. She's an artist. She's a designer. She's a fashion designer. She's a fashion designer. She designed Jan's um, frozen look with the silicone dripping off that looks like icicles. Yeah. She also designed Aquarius, Aquarius mermaid look with the black, like kind of like oil slick look. Always. Yeah. She works with silicone. Well, the thing is, she works with a lot of different mediums, but this is the one that hit for her. Like, oh, okay. this is the one she, um, and these, her designs have been in, on TV. Mm-hmm. They were in a couple episodes, I think, of Gotham. Mm. And uh, numerous celebrities have been wearing her designs. But this, I remember when I lived with her, she was developing that technique. Mm-hmm. She was developing the, the drip technique. Um, and it, But it hadn't, she hadn't been doing a ton like it wasn't exclusively what she was doing she was using it for herself to wear um but she wasn't really uh 
selling it so much. Uh-huh. But this is like it just goes to show you, like you never know which one of your which you one know. of your things is gonna hit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool. It's a she's an amazing. Go look at her Instagram, you need guys. To look at her Instagram. It's like this. This woman is like you're just like whoa. I wish I could be that cool. (laughs) And the thing is, it's not just, unlike, she's not huge on, like, uh, up on social, she's not, like, huge up on social media, but she does it. And the thing is, her life is that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. She, her apartment, you bet you were at that apartment. You've seen it. Her apartment looks just like you think, Mm -hmm. and a person like that, who's someone... You would think someone that looks like that should live in an apartment like she lives in. It looks just like her. Yeah. <laughs> um, the wa- everything was covered in black everything. <laughs> and drippy yeah. and splatter paint and chains and leather. <clears throat> and it just, it was an amazing, it was a really cool place to live. It was tiny, but like it was a cool place to live. I felt mm. pretty cool. And she's a sweetheart. Her. She's so sweet, so wonderful. And um, she does basic. She does mostly um, custom commissions, but she also, um, uh, because of the Rona, she's currently doing masks as well. If you go to her um, mm. website, which is sickdesigns.com. Hopefully not silicone masks, because those could be problematic. S-S-I-K, sickdesigns.com. And you, I mean, if you got the coin and you want to look real kind, mm-hmm. uh, and you need something made for you, yeah, go see this bitch. Get it. Go get it from Hawk. I actually saw her. She was selling stuff at DragCon when I was in New York. At DragCon. Uh-huh. She had a booth. She does. She did stuff for Pat Fields as well. <clears throat> um, she's got her little toe and everything. But she also, she. Do you know she used to work for Calvin Klein? Really? I know it's crazy because she looks like that. If you go on her, her Instagram, you'll see what she looks like, and she's it's a very punk rock. She looks more like she worked for like Marilyn Manson or something. Yes. <laughs> she looked like she was like a Marilyn Manson's stylist. Yes. is what she looks like. <laughs> she does. Or uh, no, she's so she's really fucking hot too. She, she kind is. of looks like she would be date. She'd be dating Marilyn Manson. Absolutely. Um, it's definitely a possibility. Yeah, she definitely they would look real great together. Maybe Marilyn Manson in the nineties. Yeah. Uh, would look great with kiss uh, on her, on his arm, mm. or vice versa. Darling. Hello, but she. Um, what was I talking about? What was I talking about? Her? Just go to you. Got to go, go to, check her out. Go check her out because she deserves for you to to be checked out. If you're into like freaky, crazy, cunty fashions, check out her. You're shit gonna love it, and you can get you can afford to have something made for you. <laughs> um, you should have it made by her, or you can buy something from her and. Donated to Erica. Yeah, totally. I'll take. I mean, if yeah, it's helping to kill two birds. <laughs> I'll, I'll, with, I'll take it. Kill two, two, two birds with one stone. She did give me a necklace when I moved out. Mm. That is very beautiful. Fun. Um, she makes every. She's like I said. She worked for Calvin Klein, which is weird because you wouldn't think that that would. But that just goes to show you. Sometimes you gotta you gotta take the money. You gotta take the jobs that gives you the money. Hand because out. that apartment. Is in the her apartment is in the East Village, and that shit ain't cheap. No, it's not. Um, but she was able to transition through this. I think right. help a lot in part because of this one particular process that she came up with, which mm-hmm. was the, the drip process, mm-hmm. um, which was really something that broke through for her yeah. and, and pushed her forward. I mean, creating a company, a fashion line, and being able to like make money off that. 
that is quite an accomplishment. Because you that have is to live not, it. Yeah, I mean that and is she not does. easy. She lives it. She's the real deal. What you see of her online is like she does dress up at night, like I do, but it's not a whole lot different than how she looks during the day. <laughs> the day look is the major as well. The day look is very major. I mean, it's pared down, but it's not quite as naked, but it's just as cunty. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the real deal. She's a sweetheart. She deserves the attention. She deserves, deserves the shine. And she deserves all the success that she is currently having. And I'm sure will continue to have in the future. So check out Aha uh-huh. Kiss. Now you know. Who is she? Who is she? What have you done for you lately? Ooh, yeah. What have you done for you lately? Ooh, yeah. Uh, what have you done for you lately? What have you done? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, what what have, have you done, you done, done have for you? For I know you what you've done for you. But what have you done for you lately? What have I done for me lately? Well. Recorded the vocals. We recorded the, the vocals. Like we said we were going to for your new song. For my new song called Lady, Lady of the Night. Lady of the Night. It kind of took a um, much more strong, like old school nineties, yeah, um, like sassy girl, like house singer vibe, yeah. Than my original demo, which was like Bre- coy, breathy, breathy coy. lady. Little girl type. Yeah, it's not really where I'm at in my <clears throat> current life. I think it works well. Yeah, it does work well. I think it works really well. It sounds really great. I'm, I'm excited to hear the finished I'll product. I'll be out in the city waiting for you. At the club looking pretty. That's what I do. Genius. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Um, It's good, y'all. You're like So it. we finally got their vocals recorded. The it, vocals only recorded. it only took us six years. It only took us six years. And then we scouted locations for the video and we found some really cool ones y'all i think it's gonna look really nice mm-hmm. i'm gonna get my outfits together i'm gonna do some dancing for y'all and uh and i'm gonna film it i'm gonna film it all you're gonna film it all got that gimbal you got that gimbal girl got that gimbal girl she oh, came she in got the that mail gimbal girl. she's all charged up she looks complicated we but, should probably uh, play with we'll play around with that before we start shooting on thursday yeah i think we should probably pull her out of the box tomorrow and see well she's charged She's she's charged. We'll play around with her and make sure that she what she's make sure what she's doing. So, since not, you started this podcast, you have started to use Twitter uh-huh. and Instagram and Instagram daily. Yeah, which is a huge accomplishment. I just want to give it up to you oh, because you. before this. It was like something you kept saying to yourself, like, I really need to like be more online, have more presence. Online presence. Not that you have any option to do anything else at this point because Miss Rona. But 
I think maybe that maybe for, that was a catalyst. It was definitely a catalyst, but it didn't make it any easier, any easier for me <laughs> right. personally because it's so triggering. Um and it's been so difficult. It's been so difficult for so long. Uh, it definitely gave me the space that I needed mentally to uh, to like tackle this mm-hmm. this part of my anxiety. Mm-hmm. But I think, but it's working. It's, it's working, working. It's working in a really. I still. I did say last week that I was going to try and produce um, my own tweets. Uh, that yeah. did not happen. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know what that's going to be like. It, it's. The, I still have a little bit of a block against like just putting stuff up just because. It feels weird. Yeah. It feels really weird, and it's kind of. You know, I get to that honestly, weird place of like, who does she think he she is? Like, why is anybody interested in what the fuck she got to say? Like, why do I like? I'm mean, like the way that I think but about people when yeah. I see stupid shit online. I'm like, that's dumb. I don't. I was know. like, I don't want people to think that about he, me. I don't know. I mean, I don't really. I don't really. Do, I know it's not rational. I don't but really, that's where my mind goes. <laughs> I don't really do like stuff. I don't really do random thoughts and whatever. I would like very to. often either. I I like I you know I like to share a funny meme. I like to um, I mostly promote myself and my music and stuff. Yeah, I like that. There's something to, that I have something to promote now. Yeah, and I also really. Really appreciate you guys. Can't tell you how much I appreciate hearing from you, listeners, because it really, um, it just really helps me. And the people that said that they have it. the same problem, yeah, because I thought it was just you. <laughs> I never heard of this before. Seriously, like social media anxiety. I'd never heard of it before. I mean, it's, it's, it never. There's all kinds of. It never occurred anxiety, to me. Any kind of anxiety that you could think of. I thought of you were just weird, that, Erica. Well, that is also true. <laughs> but I do, it's really helping hearing from people that either have the same problems. Uh, the encouragement really helps. Uh, I'm making progress. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm getting there. But who is? Dude, who the fuck is? Who is where? If you get, if you are where you want, I'm, to be exactly I'm like, where you, you want know to what? Be. I'm finally where I want to be, and now I can just die. Yeah, I mean, like, what's left to live for, y'all? Um, <clears throat> um, actually, it sounds kind of nice. It might be, <laughs> might be nice. Might be nice to. Get You'll there. never get there. Might it's be nice fine. to get there one day. Um, it's a process, darling, and I do like the process. No, but what I was going to say is, I was going through all the things that you that you've accomplished. Because it's, this is the sixth week that we've been doing this podcast. You've started using Instagram and Twitter daily. Yep. Um, <clears throat> you have recorded a new song. And now, this week, we're going to shoot the new, the beginning of the new music video that you're going to do for your new EP that you're going to release. Well... You're gonna really, you're gonna release your last three songs as an EP. As an EP, yes. Um, which I think is a good idea. I think so too. And um, so yeah, I mean, I think that you've really, um, you know, kickstarted the old Erica Tour artist train. I really think so too. I, I'm a very, I feel just much more secure in my like as a person. Since this whole process has begun, I feel like I'm blossoming. I don't know. It's really 
that's what it feels like. I just feel like I've had the space. I had the space to get through, to work through the shit that I've been wanting to work through. Mm-hmm. I felt like I haven't really had the space for it. I started this. I started with you know the weight loss journey and the stopping drinking and hard drugs. That was kind of like the kickstart for the. It was really just a platform for the emotional journey that I really needed to take for the unpacking that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That was just a platform for it, like a kickstart. Yeah. Um, but I hadn't, while I was working all day, every day, you know, I just didn't really feel, feel like I had the space no. to uh, <clears throat> mentally to really process um, and try and grow, you know? And I feel like I have had that space and I feel like I, I can't even, I feel like almost. A different person than when well, we started this. I thing. think it helps, you know, not having a nine to five anymore. Yeah. Because for sure. I'm telling you, there's no way I would be able to get what I get done if I had a regular job. It's just it's too all consuming, you know? You wouldn't be able to get the level, you wouldn't be able to achieve the quantity quantity of work of that work I do that you do achieve because I think you could you could be able to you would be able to get the quality I'm because you're the same you would be the same person yeah no 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 did I say quality you said no no I mean no I'm not talking about quality just I'm just talking about in get. general like what I do the, the amount of stuff that I put out the amount you're the, talking about volume and 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 honestly yeah because because it's it's like a because Once you get you the ball rolling, still. it it continues to go. You know yeah. what I mean? The hardest part is to just start. But then once you get the momentum going, it it, it, is, it becomes a lot easier. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying it becomes a lot easier. For, for sure. From starting from a place of no motion, you know, into this is what I'm doing. I'm doing this song. I'm doing this video. I'm doing this whatever, you know. It's easier to keep the momentum <clears throat> yeah. when you don't have the drudgery. Yeah. And that's why, the daily drudgery, that's like, why I focus on getting things done because that allows me to move on to the next thing and then the momentum can continue to grow. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that a lot of people have to it's hard, and to I mean, keep, like to, you have to keep you have to keep the job. You have yeah. When you have the job, like you know, you're there's tired no when you get home. You yeah, know, I am. like and you're literally and tired. I, I was. Um, <clears throat> I decided before this Miss Rona came to visit. I decided that I was going to to focus on, um, performing more and creating more, mm-hmm. and I had begun the journey but it was very slow it was slow mm-hmm. going and it was really mostly centered around performing mm-hmm. um which I, which was like the first step i yeah. thought but i was making progress yeah. but i like the progress that i've made personally emotionally artistically just in the past 6 weeks yeah. but I we've think been talking about huge. we've been talking about doing you know your last song lady of the night for a year yeah and, and like the, talking about doing more music videos, videos for, for a year. year. And now it's six weeks when you don't have this job and you can really just like have time to focus on your art. Yeah. You see, it's gonna it's gonna happen, you know? It's very true. So I wish and, that it wasn't I wish that you just didn't I wish that we lived in a world where you could <laughs> fucking exist without Yeah. I mean having to work 
I'm all fortunate day, every day to, for I'm fortunate no to be able, money. I'm fortunate to be able to like <laughs> somehow make a living off of what I do and um, just do this all the time. But I mean, you know, it's a, as you can see, I, it's, it's a work. combination of a lot of different things it and it's a, a lot of work. Of things. Um, it's a, it's a very specific recipe. Yeah. <laughs> that like, I really feel like I hardly have any control over, but it just kind of happens. But anyway, um, what have I done for me lately? Yeah, what have you done for you lately? Um, Is that all me? Were we just talking about me? We were just talking about you. Oh, wow. Look at um, that. <laughs> uh, I have... I well, I said last week that I was going to get this video... I got the video footage together, finally. Uh-huh. That was the hardest part. And I edited the music video. This whole, one we that is mind blowing. It came to out me. in um. It came out yesterday. Yeah, that's mind blowing. It blows and my mind. Now my I'm, mind is boggled. Now I'm um, sending it out to different press people. Um, I've sent out a few emails to try to get some press. Not easy to get press on an original song. No. Much easier to get press on a song that you do for Drag Race or whatever with somebody's famous is involved but we shall see um i actually did get i I actually did uh, eh, can't talk i actually did get (laughs) um you got a tongue in your mouth i I actually did get a random like blog (laughs) somebody like posted the video on a blog in portuguese so i guess maybe in brazil or portugal well that's a good market to break into girl Hello, take me there. Yeah. Oh. Um, So that was cool. (laughs) Internet. I'm I'm internationally known. I didn't know if you knew that. Internationally renowned Um, recording artist. So so that was yeah that was cool and um, yeah I'm just you know trying to push the video as much as I can now which I don't know Uh, who knows I think you did a great job editing. And I hope that people will be responsive, um, but they probably will say terrible things, like because the internet is a garbage pile. <laughs> but like, you never know. Um, so now I am, since I've gotten through that project, because that's been that whole song started. You know, I was still living in. No, no, no. That's that song was like the middle of last year. That's funny. Daddy. Like, yeah, the song "Daddy" I wrote like. A year ago, probably. Yeah. And um, it takes a while. Uh, But now it's such a relief that it's over and out and I can move on to the next thing. And I have a few other songs that I have written that I now need to record and finish and figure out where those, how those will be released and how those will happen. And, you know, if, if music videos will ensue or... Whatever, you know. Well, we got that gimbal, girl. Let's just go make some stuff. Yeah. Um so so yeah, now I'm now I'm ready to dive into some new songs and um and and also, you know, I talked about this before. I was waiting on my new interface, interface which is and, which has arrived and gosh, and, and it's, what a I mean, I, I kind of my eyes kind of glaze over when you start talking about stuff like that. <laughs> but an interface what for those that you don't di- know. What a difference it is! Makes. It really what makes you, a huge difference. It's what you plug the microphone in, which then plugs into your computer to record your microphone to record your voice. And 
I had like a crappy cheap one before, so I was very hesitant to record my voice at home because I didn't appreciate the quality that was resulting in that. But now I... I didn't really even know what you meant. I mean, I know what overall, a change in overall quality sounds like Mm -hmm. because I, you know, I can sing, I have an ear for music, but I didn't know specifically what you were talking about um, as far as where the the placement of the vocal is better. Mm -hmm. Um, It's unbelievable. Yeah. It sounds really good. So that's like great. Now I can record vocals in my house that I feel like have quality that I am proud of to share with the world. So that's a big game changer for me. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. And now I can record more and, um, <clears throat> and yeah, I got to yeah, record this yeah. Rice Krispie commercial tonight. <laughs> and yeah. All right. You're doing like a, you got a, you get a possible yeah. giant paycheck coming in. That would be nice. Possible. Um, yeah, I've been getting a lot of like I just got all these people calling me in the last two days, uh, asking me to do stuff. Amazing. So I don't know. That's that's the way that's the way it works for me. Feast or famine. It'll be like <clears throat> two three months with like nothing to do, and then like two two days, and like twelve people will call and be like, "I need this. I need that. I need this. I, can you sing on this?" Blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, <clears throat> it's crazy because you really just have no control over when or it'll happen, but. Hopefully it happens, and here it is. It happened, so that's good. Um, so I'll be busy the next week. You will be. I mean, I'll be. We'll both be busy. <laughs> so I have to mix your song. I'm. I don't know. We got a lot of stuff. To we do. got a lot of stuff to do. I'm. I'm really looking forward to it. I feel. I'll, I'll share this with you. Oh no, we'll share. The, I'll share this in the next segment because it definitely goes into. Oh yeah, we have one more extra new segment. Mm, one extra. Let's new go segment. ahead and get to it, shall Let's we? Get into it. So I have a question for you, Erica. What is that? How's your head? I haven't had any complaints. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were so close, but not giving any Drag Race references. But that's it's not technically even a Drag Race reference. technically it's an Elvira it's an Elvira reference. reference. So, <clears throat> um, this is going to be how we're going to close our show from now on. We're going to talk about how our head is, and by that I mean our mental mental health. It's a mental health check-in. Mental health check-in because I feel like it's necessary. Yeah. And uh, I was going to just, I was about to say something that had to do with uh, these videos. With the... um, What videos? The videos that we're about to shoot. Oh, okay. The videos that we're going to make and this whole process and the recording process. I think that... uh, do you feel nervous? Uh, I don't, but I, I've been, I've had, I've been pulling me back myself back consciously from the place that I usually go to, mm-hmm. which is very, which is withdrawn because I get overwhelmed. I, I had to actively do it when we were recording, and I think I did a pretty good job. I, ne- I didn't get a poor attitude like I sometimes can have. Yeah, it can come across as a poor attitude, but it's when it's just really me just. Uh, oh, I hate pull, recording pulling, vocals. It's the most frustrating myself. thing in the world. But I didn't let myself go there. I can yeah. like pull back and get frustrated. I just like and I'm like sitting there. Have fun. I don't believe you. Make me believe it. Yeah, sell it. I had to have really, more fun. <laughs> uh, a previous version. Erica, I'm a great vocal you know, producer. Erica of 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 previous version of Erica in a former life. In a former life. Would Actually, have, in this life. In this. life. <laughs> Would have definitely reacted a very different way, but I was um, actively 
recognizing the beginnings of a detrimental like um thought process mm -hmm. and i was able to prevent them from getting the better of yeah. me also this entire process uh started to be trigger triggering because i can get into a very serious become like too serious of a mindset when it comes to stuff like this yes like very serious about it to the point where i can mm. i lose like humor you lose the joy i it. lose the joy i lose like my sense of humor i uh -huh. become bitchy uh -huh. um i felt that happening and i've but I've, I can also feel now that I'm pulling myself back. From it because <clears throat> Same I wanna, thing used to happen to me because all the I time. I want to enjoy. I think this is going to be real. I'm excited about doing it. I want it to be fun. Uh, yeah. I can, I have the skills to complete everything that needs to be completed. I have the time. Uh, I just yeah. need to focus mm -hmm. and I need, and I want to enjoy the process of doing it with you because you're my bestie sissy. Right. Yeah, I mean, I used to. Together. I used to do. I mean, I mean, I still do. I still have to constantly remind myself to like, don't take it too seriously. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. Have a good time with it. Have fun. Have fun. This is why you're doing it in the first place. You know, like, why would you be punishing yourself by doing this if it was something you didn't really want to do and enjoy yeah. doing? I'm it's determined. Just, to it's easy to forget, this. though. You know. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, I mean, I've been feeling honest. But I have. I've, I've, oh. I just. Oh no. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just wanna like, <laughs> I have. They have been. Those things are there. They mm. have been creeping in, but I've recognized them, and I think that I've prevented them from becoming a problem. Taking over. Have you noticed? Yeah, that's good. Well, have you noticed? Like, I mean, I noticed that you. Have you noticed that they would like maybe I was starting to get a little weird and then stopped or is it all in my i don't know mind? i mean i was just kind of paying attention to recording the song okay so but i thought it went really i was well. looking at the screen and i know i can be very harsh when i'm recording vocals <laughs> but for me it's like i'm not gonna sugarcoat it and tell you that it sounded good if it didn't because that just means we still have to do it again so of course you know i'm like a vocal recording nazi I think this was the one the best recording session we've ever had. For me it was. It was the easiest. I didn't feel like I wanted to jump out a window after, which is usually what happened. <laughs> it's not easy though. That's the thing. People think recording vocals a, for a it's song a is completely it's a easy, completely separate or like, scale. Oh, I can sing, blah, 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 blah. But that's, it's like that's, this is, no this girl. Is important. This is important, everyone it out there. It is different. It's a completely separate skill. I am so confident singing. I've become over the past few years come really confident singing live. Mm -hmm. I love doing it now. I w it wasn't always that way, but I feel like I can pretty much deliver any song that I want to deliver the way that I want to deliver it yeah. on stage. Singing, recording a song is completely different. Yes, it's a completely it different skill set. It takes a lot of years of practice, mm -hmm. years that I don't really have of practicing recording. So it's easy for me to get all in my feelings. But, uh, we made it through it, and this was definitely the most positive experience that I felt afterwards. Good. So well, that's great. Um, how about you? How's your head, girl? <clears throat> you know, I mean, I've been, I've been, still. My sleeping schedule is crazy. Yeah, it is pretty. <clears throat> I wake up Have at you... three between three 
and five every day, usually closer to three. Um, I just can't imagine. And so <laughs> by 10 o'clock, I'm like ready to go to sleep. I don't know why I'm waking up so early. I'm not setting an alarm. It just, I just, I, for the past couple you fall of years. sleep early as well, though. The, it's kind of like a cycle. But, but what I've noticed is that I can really only stay asleep for about four hours at a time. Hmm. Um, which is weird. And is this an, this is an all the time thing? It's become an all the time thing. It's 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 become it's not always like this, but I think the last year, the maximum amount of sleep I've been able to get at one time is like six hours. See, that's a reasonable amount. Right. Anything less than it's that. It's more reasonable. Anything less than that is not really I used enough to be I used to be able to sleep to for recuperate. for a good eight hours though, and I just cannot stay asleep that long for some reason. So <clears throat> I don't know. And um that's just like I don't know what that's about, because um, I don't really feel manic anymore. Um, I did have um, I was in my manic episode for probably it felt like a good three weeks. Yeah, it was at least um, at <laughs> least because the, when this started, I started getting very anxious and I turned kind of manic and yeah, but. Um, I feel more normal now, but I've been feeling a little anxious because I feel like I have so much to do right now. There's a lot has come down. You know, and now we have the podcast every week. I'm trying to record these new songs. I had to record that video. I have this other whole other job that I'm organizing songs and I'm organizing lots of songs for like this company and I have to be like on it because I can't forget to like send a song because then it'll get lost and... It's it's just a lot of stuff that I'm doing and I have to be my own boss about it and like I'm the one that's in charge of everything so it's just a lot to like continue to keep organized and I'm not the most organized person in the world and so I'm just like you know I've got a lot of people like contacting me asking me when things are going to happen and I'm you know going to another per- it's just like it's a job that really has nothing to do with music but it does i'm like a consultant you're administrate you're yeah like, i'm like you're an administrator yeah. i'm i'm basically i'm finding people to sing songs and write songs for a company because i was originally writing songs and singing songs for this company and then they asked me if i wanted to find other people to get even more mm. songs so i'm still writing songs for the company and singing songs for the company but now i'm also like I I have like 15 people that are working for me. So it's just a lot to that's a lot to deal with in, you know, on top of trying to get all these other things done. Yeah. So I've just been feeling a little overwhelmed, but you know, I'm just trying to make my lists and take it one thing at a time and that usually does help. Um are you thinking that maybe you want to try is the sleeping is it like getting to you the not being able? Do you feel like it's affecting not you? really? I kind of like it because I can get stuff. I always work in the morning right when I wake up, and I like sit in bed and just like do all my emails that I need to do, and sometimes I'll even start writing songs, um, and um, I just feel like I wish I was getting a little bit more sleep. Um, do you think you a couple more hours would help? Probably. I mean, do you want to? Tr- would you have you considered trying? 
Like a sleeping something. pill? Not a slip. Not sleeping pills are a slippery slope, my darling. I've been on them. I've been well, there what, before. What else would like you try? Melato- like melatonin, something natural. Well, that's what I meant. Like, like an herbal, something herbal, natural, maybe non-addictive. Yeah. Do, do you want to maybe try something like that? Yeah, I would consider it. I would love to be able to sleep till six a.m. You know, that's reasonable. <laughs> I usually, I mean, I wake up at six usually. Yeah. So. Um, but because also, because also, on, like, just messes, <laughs> it just messes with my day because I wake up at three thirty, and then by six I'm like tired, or seven I'm tired, and then I, I sometimes I'll go to sleep, and then sometimes I'll wake up, and then I won't be able to go to sleep again until one or two, and then I'll wake up at like four. So it's like the sleeping is not happening altogether at all. Huh. So. You know, like last night I was up until uh, midnight because I was reading, and then I woke up at three forty-five today. So huh. three three well, hours and forty-five minutes throughout not... the day, though. You fall asleep. Did I take a, f- a nap yesterday? You fell asleep. Yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah. Because I was so tired. Because I always you wake up nap, so early. But do you also fall asleep directly after dinner? Usually as well for a few hours. I didn't yesterday though. No, because I, I took a nap during the day. Mm. But still, like sleeping for three hour, three or four hours at a time doesn't seem normal. I think a lot of sleeping patterns are different for lots of people. I don't. I don't know. I I I seem to remember that anything less than six hours is not enough for your body to do all the recuperation that it needs yeah, to do. Yeah. Um, I don't know about spreading sleep throughout the day. It makes sense, like if you're getting that many. But hours, there's like a REM thing. If you don't get the enough enough REM, you well, have to be asleep for a certain amount of time. I know that interrupting REM. We should look into this. <clears throat> I know that interrupting REM is worse than not achieving it at all. Mm. So, which is probably what you're doing when you fall asleep on the couch. Usually, right? You're interrupting. REM sleep, mm-hmm. and then you have to get back into it all over again, mm-hmm. which is probably why. Yeah, but when I wake up at tired. like when I wake up at three or four in the morning, that's when I'm my most energetic throughout sleep the day. Experts. I'm, we're gonna look into <laughs> it's this. Interesting. I'm like ready to there. go. Let us know. And plus, I'm addicted thoughts. to coffee, so I'm like ready to drink the coffee. Yeah. But anyway, that's how my head is, um, and that's how my head is. <clears> and I've never heads- had. Any complaints? I've had complaints. There's been some complaints. There's been some complaints. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for listening, guys. We, uh, follow us on Twitter at Turning Purple underscore. Thanks for listening. <clears throat> at Adam Joseph Music on Instagram and Twitter. What's your social media? Erica Tour. Erica Tour. At Erica Tour. You're I C K A T O U R E on all of the various platforms. All them platforms. All them platforms. And um, and let us know how your head is. <laughs> are we going to play him a song this week? Yeah, sure. Play him one of my songs. Which song would you like to hear? Um, I think... How about I'm Grown? That's my favorite, I think. I'm grown and me do what me wanna. And that's me, going, that's me in the background going... Hey, Go! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> this is off my AP. I'm grown and Work I do Erica. what I want. Work Erica. It's available on Spotify. Go check it out. Go check it out. And until next time, we are turning purple. Why you walking around talking trash, talking, talking fat? Why you walking around talking trash, talking, talking fat? Why you walking around talking trash, talking, talking fat? Why you walking around talking, 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 talking? Always got something to say about what I'm doing, what I'm drinking, what I'm smoking, what I'm sniffing, who I'm screwing. Fluent in the ways of talking shit. I don't see it, I don't do it. I'm about it, handle it, handle it, bitch. I'll cruise you on the L train. I'm always on the hunt. I'm wrong and I do what I want. I'm always hacking up my skirt. Cause when I got a lot to climb, bitch. I'm wrong and I do what I want. I'm wrong and I do what I want. I'm wrong and I do what I want. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it.